Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes, each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1990 live action movie, one credit watching minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me, as always, are our regular co-hosts, Chris yep. O'Connor, Rachel Gatlin, hey. and Adam Sheehan. Hello. And this week, it's all about the credits. We are going to be squeezing six minutes of Ninja Turtle credits into five episodes because, of course, we had that fantastic special interview last Thursday and Friday with MC Golden Voice of Partners in Crime, whose song we will be listening to for a majority of this week as we talk about credits. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Pretty good. We are closing in on it, guys. This is our last week of regular shows for... Or the 1990 movie. Oh my God, I Scott. Know. Rachel, yeah. can you believe it? We've accomplished believe. something together. We did. Well, let's not be too hasty. There's still plenty of time for us to not complete this project. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to get through this week. We don't know what could we happen between now and Friday. We have to finish this recording oh session Oh my goodness, first. I do have a lot of plans this week in the lead up to the holidays. It is. Cool. I'm on winter break now. We're about to uh, uh, head into the, the Christmas and... Uh, uh, other holidays assorted throughout this time that uh, tend to make everybody very busy. So let's uh, let's not assume that we're going to accomplish anything, but let's try our hardest, shall we? <laughs> I haven't even started right. Christmas shopping yet. I'm in panic mode. I've got mode. so many things to buy tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, this man. Monday's going to be the worst. <laughs> oh, you guys are lazy. I always wait till I the last minute. I have a lot to do I also. finished my Christmas shopping weeks ago, guys. Weeks we're, All right. Uh, well, well, I guess we know who, who the Leonardo is. Done. Yeah. You're better than us. Okay. Oh, man. Did it. you just call her Leonardo? Oh, I did. Ooh. <laughs> Arsh. I know. Um, let's get into this minute, shall we? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So the very first credit is actually really interesting how the movie breaks up like this. We go to a black screen at the min- the end of minute 88, and 89 starts with... The very first credit. We are very fortunate in that our credits are broken up so perfectly. And it starts with a special thanks to Renee. And actually, Chris, I'm going to let you read that first credit. Special thanks to Renee and Mark Friedman and Surge Licensing Incorporated. Now, Surge Licensing was, uh, uh, here's from Nothing the to do with the soda. Not anything to do with the soda, unfortunately, because uh, I do love that soda. I but do it is love quote, Surge. You love that soda? What is wrong I, with you? I, I mean, think we've no established judgment. over these 89 minutes that there's several things wrong with me. <laughs> it, make, it makes my teeth numb. You still get, Surge? Yeah. They sell it at you Wawa. Know, there's got to be some on eBay. It's like collectible I was going to say, they re-released it not too long ago, right? Yeah, in like, in like tall boy pounder cans. They, they, yes. they sell them at uh, Wawa, which is... Uh, 
part oh, of our wow. areas. Um, Pennsylvania. The Northeast. Yeah, yeah D.C. just yeah. got one. Woo-hoo. I've seen them as far south as Maryland. Woo-hoo for Wawa. Is, is there like a slogan for Wawa? Uh, gotta wee have wee. a Wawa. <laughs> it's Wawa wee Wonderful. Wee yeah, I don't wawa. know. <laughs> All right. It's anyway, mediocre. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about Surge licensing. So from their website, Surge is an entertainment development company which early identifies intellectual property and grows brands into multi-platformed entertainment and product licensing programs. Through simultaneous merchandising, licensing, and entertainment production, we are able to nurture brands while maintaining our central core value, continuous enhancement of the fan experience. Um, so they're pretty high on themselves over at Surge Licensing, <laughs> and it goes on to talk a bit about their history, how they were established in 1986 as sort of pioneers and developing multimedia strategy approach to product licensing, blah, 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 blah. And then there's something really interesting on the website. It says an example of, of this was our discovery and licensing of an obscure comic book entitled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which we unequivocally are credited for its discovery, brand, launch, marketing, and management and entertainment development. Okay. Um, How obscure. Way to take some credit there, buddy. They are taking all the credit for their over 600 licensees and the global phenomena earning over a billion dollars at its height in licensing. Eastman, you're nothing without us. They're they're like, I don't know if you guys have heard of this thing called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but (laughs) yeah, we had like a lot to do with that. We totally did that. That's all us. So I'm curious as to how much they helped before this movie came out, but... I'm starting to think this special thanks credit should, you know, if, if Surge is in fact honest with their amount of participation, should read incredibly special thanks or like <laughs> supremely special thanks. All thanks. Or like and to no one else. Free sexual favors to Surge licensing. <laughs> so there's that one. That's Surge licensing, everybody. But as the we are Surge licensing's on, Crocs. So, so I looked up uh, Mark Friedman. Um, oh yeah, Mark Friedman was an executive producer on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, like the the original animated series from '87. Good job, so, dude. I guess he had a lot to do with the momentum of the turtles, also, because I guess Surge licensing and then the cartoon is really what made the turtles such a global phenomenon. Because it was well, I wonder. I don't mean to cut you off, but I know that the the toy deal and the cartoon went hand in hand. So one wonders if Surge licensing was involved. In uh, the maybe maybe Chris, you could be trying to Google this as we talk about it. Um, if Surge licensing was uh, at all involved in bringing Playmates toys and and uh, Mirage comics together uh, with maybe even Fred Wolf, I wonder if they had a hand in in all of that, or at least uh, like the merchandising, like the the T shirts and lunch boxes and stuff like that, because I, that Ninja Turtles cartoon was a, a merchandising juggernaut. Well, it also kind of launched uh, Mark Friedman's career because not only does he get special thanks in all three Turtles films, he was also executive producers on a couple of the more successful Turtles ripoff shows. So he was an executive producer on both Street Sharks and Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Uh, Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Wasn't so, Moo an acronym? No, it was Cow that was an acronym. Oh, I don't know Cow what it's an acronym, an acronym for, but... Yeah, I knew something was acronymical. Wow, yeah, so so his whole thing was worth of turtle toys. Was let's take an animal, let's turn it into a muscular man, 
and then put it into human. a put it into some sort of setting. And Let's then be we'll responsible just... for some really kinky stuff on the internet about fifteen <laughs> years from now. He, Do you he... think that that formula still works now? No. Mm. Like Rachel, pick an animal. Um, foxes. And Ooh. then, like Chris, pick a time period. Piracy. <laughs> okay, Fox and then we're like, they're pirate. They're they're pirate foxes. Of outer <laughs> Mongolia. Okay, like, is that going to be a popular TV show now? Did we just invent the next hit? Maybe. Yeah, it's just, it's just a dartboard with with animals, professions, time periods, and and you just go with it. Mark, Mark. So Mark yep. Friedman, <laughs> yuppie pirate. Go yep, ahead, Rachel. Yuppie he was pirate also foxes. the um, executive producer on that horrific Christmas special. Yeah, we wish you a turtle Christmas. Oh. Oh God! I feel like he was probably the executive producer on a lot of turtle stuff. From yeah, he the way also did are... um, Christmas specials make money. He was part of the coming out of their shells yeah, tour, yeah, yeah. also. Uh, he's the guy that's like, okay, okay this turtle thing, we're gonna squeeze job. every dollar out of this we can. <laughs> well, well we I mean, it. I mean, the, the turtles franchise, especially in the early '90s, was just a, a money printer. It's like they they could just print their own currency at this point. Yeah, people go to jail for that now. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Any Any more info on Mark Friedman or Mike? What was his name? Is that it? Mark, yeah, Mark Friedman. Friedman. That's pretty much what? it. He, uh, his credits are pretty much tied up in turtles and you know that other stuff. But it Street looks like he and, hasn't done anything since what does that say? Nineteen ninety six. And nineteen ninety six was what? Street, Street sharks. Sh- yeah. Street sharks. Yeah, he hasn't done well, much since Street he's, Sharks. He's still like license. He's still involved in like licensing the toys and getting turtles. You know, making money. Yeah. So, like, I think we we've mm. said before, like, oh, oh, it's been four or five years. Time for another turtle show, and he's the guy doing that. No, but he, he doesn't. Really? Have, he doesn't have credits on on the any of the turtle series since the original eighty seven series. Hmm. So like, he wasn't he wasn't involved with the Nickelodeon uh, merger huh. or any of that stuff. I mean, not uh-huh. not according to his IMDb page. I mean, his IMDb well, page anyway, isn't exactly. I guess, I guess we should just say thanks, Mark Friedman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good and job, dude. Very special. Can I thanks. assume his his wife Renee that is mentioned in the credit also? That's what I'm or assuming. I didn't really look her yeah. up. Or a brother? Who knows? Me, uh, that's not that's up. not the male spelling of Renee. That's not even oh, the okay. female French version of, of spelling of Renee. So, All right. I don't know. Mm. Uh, a lot of uh, Renee Friedman was part of the the different show tours, like uh, Turtle Tunes. We wish you a Turtle Christmas and uh, coming out of the shells. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, let's move on to the next credits, shall we? Mm-hmm. Chris, do you want to go ahead and read the uh, the featuring credits for our audience? Oh uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Featuring Josh Pace, Michelin Sisti, Leaf Tilden, David Foreman. All right, so those are our turtle suit actors, correct? Good guys. Yes. And I have a confession, everybody. I have to apologize to the entire listening audience, to my (laughs) co-hosts, to turtle fandom worldwide. I am a complete and total jackass, and here's why. Yeah, you are. Uh, I have been reading McKellen Michelin Sisti's name for my entire life as Michael, to the point where when I, I think when I Googled him, why can't I find anything show, out about this guy? I'd, I'd, I'd have to go back and check, but I would imagine I either didn't realize that I Googled the wrong name. Um, it, I, I just noticed now that the name is not Michael. I feel like a fool. I've, I, I know that I've said Michael Sisti on this show, and someone should punch me for it. You're, um, you're I, grounded, I am, Scott. 
I am all bad host. <laughs> We're voting you off the island. <laughs> no turtles for a week. <laughs> what? I can't do that. Uh, yeah, I know. You, you literally can't. You have to edit I the show. I must watch one minute of Turtles every yeah, day. I, IMDb doesn't give much, um, many clues on how to pronounce his name, but his nickname is apparently Micah. So I'm going to say <laughs> McKellen. McKellen. Maybe. Michelin sounds, doesn't make sense because that's the tire, but maybe well, McKellen's also not nearly puffy enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe he's a wonderful it, restaurant. But McKellen Sisti, I mean, we might as well just talk about some of the other things. I know we've talked about these guys a little bit, but he's he's been a Muppet performer uh, for a long time. And apparently, looking at this now, he was a miscellaneous crew on George of the Jungle, which I can mm-hmm. assume is also a Muppet performer. He was such also, a great hero. Um, the gorilla, maybe. Charlene Star Trek. on the Dinosaurs show. Nice. Oh, yeah. Charlene <laughs> Sinclair. Love that show. The Maiden um, Guns. But we have talked about all of these guys before, and, and I'm going to have a question about this later. So we've got all our four turtle actors in the suits. Let's let's move on. We've we've touched base on them. Who's well, coming uh, up next here? Talking about the oh, dinosaurs, sorry, though, Leif Tilden was Robbie. Yeah. Yes. The, it's going to uh, be a recurring theme that a lot of people involved in this movie were, have also been involved in a lot of other Henson projects. Well, yeah. Dinosaurs I mean, it's a being Henson one of them. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a lot of repeat people. Yeah, we're definitely going to see that. Uh, Chris, do you want to read our next credit? Costume designer, John Hay. So, John Hay, uh, one of the few people that didn't really have a terribly extended career in Hollywood after this, uh, was involved in the Popeye movie, Evita, and a few other things that were not really Quest huge. for Fire. Yeah, uh, that, that was kind of it. The not good 80s lot. caveman movie. With but, Ron Perlman. Yes. But they gave him a lot of leg room in these credits. Like, there's a lot of black before and after his name. Oh, like, he he gets a whole screen to himself. <laughs> yeah. Casey if Jones, you pause it in the middle. And, and uh, Shredder and the Foot Clan. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had, he, had some, he had a job of work to do. A job yes. of work. <laughs> he, I mean, the, the costumes in this are pretty ridiculous when you come to think about it. It's not <laughs> like it's just like the, the suits were not designed by him, obviously. But the the foot costumes had to have been definitely those are yeah you know and it's interpreting costumes from a comic book yeah, all of the other, Danny's the, damn t shirts yeah I was just gonna say all those Sid Vicious t shirts do you think he's the Sid Vicious guy he he had final yeah. say in that so man he's the punk rock dude <laughs> oh. really loves the Sex Pistols so wait now that begs the question the other movies that he was part of was he allowed to display his his uh 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 what do you call it punk rock punkiness punkiness well not in quest you for think? fire because you know it was cavemen questing for fire i only saw avita once but i don't remember any punk rock t-shirts maybe bluto bluto is a jerk yeah, there wasn't well, a whole anyway. lot of punk rock and popeye <laughs> no let's no let's move on chris our next credit Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I gotta have the thing scroll a little bit, a little scroll, a little scroll, a little no, scroll, 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 scroll. Animatronic characters by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. All right. So the Creature Shop. Enough said. Right? Everybody knows <laughs> Creature Shop is amazing. The Dark Crystal is um, coming back, man. That's right. That's right. It is. Um, we're going to get into a little bit more of the Creature Shop later, but there is a website, and some of the people that are still in the Creature Shop now. Uh, worked on this movie. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit later minute. But, you know, Brian Henson, who's sort of the chief 
creature shop person is our next credit after just plain old Jim Henson's creature shop. We've talked about how there was a lot of tie-in with uh, a storyteller and other Jim Henson properties before Turtles. And a lot of these people that we're going to talk about also worked on like Dark Crystal or Dinosaurs or any of the Muppet or Sesame Street stuff. But I mean, the name we get next, Chris. Oh, yeah. Uh, Second unit director and chief puppeteer, Brian Henson. That's that's pretty big credit. He's the second unit director. So he's like director under main director. So whenever main director is doing like shots and big stuff, Brian Henson's like off doing other stuff. And he's the chief puppeteer. So that you would assume means he's overseeing all the other puppeteers. It's a big job. Big job. Hell of a job. Making sure that the the splinter puppet doesn't burst into flame when it tries to light a candle. (laughs) Um, so Brian Henson up until this point, let me just pull up the old IMDB. Brian Henson had done a bunch of stuff, uh, sort of on his own for the Henson company before Turtles. He had done, let's see, uh, as, oh, let's see, uh, some Mother Goose stories. Uh, he had, uh, oh, maybe he hadn't done a ton of stuff before this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How old was he at the time? Um, I mean, he was born in 1963. Oh. So 30-something. Okay. I'm not good at math. But, uh, I mean, I, I know that he had, he had um, acted or, or done puppeteering or voice work all the way back to, like, I mean, really, the, the early 80s. He was a performer in Great Muppet Caper. He was a performer in all the movies. He was the voice of Jack Pumpkinhead in Return to Oz. He was mm. the voice of Hoggle and, and the Goblin in Labyrinth. Mm. Um, he had done a ton of Sesame Street appearances on screen and and voices and stuff all the way back from like 1969. He was involved as a voice for the storyteller's dog in The Storyteller. Uh, I mean, did a ton of stuff. And then... You know, after Jim Henson died, he was sort of the main creative force of the Henson Company and is in charge of everything. Still doing voices, still directing, still uh, uh, puppeteering. Yeah, he, and then, he played um, Kermit for a while. He doesn't do it anymore, but he did it no. for quite a while. Now, Br- Brian Henson, was that Jim Henson's brother? Son. son. Yes. His son. Yeah, it's his, it's his uh, I believe, the eldest <sighs> Yeah, so after Jim um, Henson died. The oldest he, Henson boy. He took the reins of the, the Henson Company. Big job. Big job, Brian Henson. It'd it, almost be easier to talk about movies he wasn't involved in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Pretty much anything with a puppet ever yeah. uh, featured Brian I'm, Henson. I'm just looking at his IMDb. He was, like, when he was a little, little kid, he was on uh, Sesame Street. Makes sense. Yes. Yep. Uh, like I said, on screen, and also I think he, he might have made puppets for... Sesame Street when he was younger, like as a member of you know, his, his sort of production. family crafting time. Yeah. <laughs> Arts and crafts at the Henson household. Oh man, that must that have had to be so crazy. <laughs> I know. Now, wait, did he actually do the voice of Kermit? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing that now. I thought I remember hearing that. Um, I thought the guy that, know, t- I, that took over after Jim only just now left the role. Steve Whitmire was, Kermit for a long, long time. I I had always thought that Brian Henson had done it for a split second, also, but am now not seeing it. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe it was Steve Whitmire the whole time. Oh, sorry, listeners. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't end things on good terms either, did they? No, Steve Whitmire just got like dumped. Um, I, from what I remember, the the Disney company, which now owns all the Henson stuff, was kind of like, eh, he's just not doing Kermit justice as we think Kermit should be done. Huh. Uh, there was some some murmur among the fan community that maybe uh, Steve Whitmire had gotten a little too cynical as Kermit the Frog, uh, as far as the character's voice uh, and and opinion. Mm. Mannerisms, I guess. I don't know how accurate that is, but he was always a good Kermit in my eyes. I I thought I heard the other way around. I thought they wanted to make Kermit more cynical, and he didn't. I don't know. That could have that could have also been it. I, I don't know. Anyway, he's not that's in these credits, so we show. don't care about him. <laughs> but Brian Henson <laughs> didn't do that, so it has nothing to do with it. Um, so I, Brian I Hansen, gave wrong information. I apologize. That's okay. I've done it. We've all done it. That's going to be a theme this week. Who gives the wrongest information? Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. by the way, this week was brought to you by imdb.com. Hey, <laughs> say it as a word. How do you say Everybody around Imdb. the table. Imdb.com. Imdb. 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 Hey, Chris, do you want to go ahead and just read down our cast for us? Oh, yeah, In your be best fun. announcery voice that you have. It's a short right, list, right, right. the cast, uh, yeah, with I mean, the amount of people that were in it. It's not big. <laughs> it's not big. Let's uh, let's just get through the minute here. Let's see. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> Maybe if we just go T U R T L E Pow behind Don't. you, it'll feel like people are really watching the movie. Well, I mean, like maybe like quietly. All right. Look, maybe a prima donna about reading. Maybe I won't do that. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Cast: April O'Neil, Judith Hogue, Casey Jones, Elias Cotius, Raphael, Josh Pace, Michelangelo, Michelin sixty. Oh crap! <laughs> I, I had it. I had it up too high. I had it up too high, and I wasn't reading fast enough. That's... I screwed it up. I, oh my god! I'm terrible at reading names off a of screen. <laughs> well, that was Michelin a good bit sixty is failed. our episode title now. I already failed you. <laughs> Keo, keep going. That was great. I love right, it. We're keeping it right. Donatello. <laughs> Donatello, Leif Tilden, Leonardo, David Foreman, Denny Pennington, Michael Turney, Chief Penny, uh, Charles Pennington, Jay Patterson, Chief Stearns, Raymond Serra, The Shredder, James Saito, Tatsu, Toshishiro Obata, Head Thug, Sam Rockwell, June, Kitty Fitzgibbon, Pizza Man, Michelin Sisti, Passenger in Cab, Josh Pace, Gang Member, David Foreman, Foot Messenger, Leif Tilden, Cab Driver, Louis Cantorini, Me- Movie hoodlum number one, Joseph D'Onofrio. Movie hoodlum number two, John D. Ward. Shinsho, Jew Yu. Jew yourself. <laughs> Charles Secretary, Cassandra Ward-Freeman. Technician, Mark Jeffrey Miller. New recruit, John Rogers. Talkative foot number one, Ty Puck. Talkative foot number two, Ken Traum. Tall teen, Robert Haskell. Tall Beaten teen. teen. Joshua Bo Lozoff. Police officer number one, Winston Hemingway. Police officer number two, Joe Insko. All right. Well done. Um, so a couple of people in there I want to talk about. First off, uh, uh, June, the reporter, yeah. Kitty Fitzgibbon, was an actual Fitzgibbon. Wilmington, North Carolina reporter uh, and actress. So they actually brought a real North Carolina newswoman in for that scene, which I think is pretty cool. Makes sense. Right? That's easy. Get some local talent. Yeah, and then some of these people had really inhabit you know, the role. Pretty long careers. Uh, Joseph D'Onofrio, for example, is is like still racking up credits in TV shows and movies. He's pretty it's much pretty a standard impressive. issue wise guy. 
Like he, yeah, he's that and, like uh, not, a, Italian guy. Yes, he's he's one of those Italian guys there. <laughs> um, but a lot of these guys have had sort of you know long working and, actors, uh, working actor careers, as we're going to find with most of the people in the production end of this too. Um, how about the voices? There, does anyone else have anything? Any other actors you want to talk about? I'm just kind of kind of blow through oh. that stuff. No, all right. Voices, Chris. The voices: Raphael, Charles Pace, Michelangelo, Robbie Frist, Leonardo, Brian Tochi, Splinter, Kevin Clash, The Shredder, David McCharron, Tatsu, Michael McConaughey, and Corey Feldman as Donatello. So, a couple things. First off. We get at the beginning of this minute the featuring and then all the suit actors. And then we get it again under the heading of cast. We get the suit actors again. Why do you think they were credited twice? Mm. Well, they weren't. Were they really credited as, as who they were? In, hang on. No, but it, if you go back to the beginning of the credits, it says featuring and then it gives you all the suit actors. Right. But then mm. in the credits, it shows you who they played. I think they still like contractually you have to say who, who was what specifically. So why... Why have them and twice? I, I, now, wait a like minute. The, Were the suit actors credited at the beginning of the film also? Oh, I don't, I know. don't know. I don't remember if they were or not. We'd have to go back and check. But these guys, like, Jesus, they're getting their dues. Maybe it's like the less we see of your face, the more we have to put your name in the credits. <laughs> that would make and sense. Not only that. Just to make credited. sure that people get it. They're all credited in their cameos also. Yeah. So they're all like, credited. Well, like one, credit. two, three, four times they're credited. It's awesome. <laughs> and then there's Corey Feldman at the end of The Voices, who has got his own special I'm the most famous one of all of you voice actor. <laughs> that was probably his name separate. associated with this movie. That was probably in his contract. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, he was like this, the name attached to this film. There was really nobody else who sort of had his level of, level of celebrity at this point, right? Oh, man. Michael McConaughey. McConaughey? McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can we just take a moment that Tatsu is voiced by a guy named McConaughey? Yeah, the most (laughs) Irish-sounding name. And David McCarran is the shredder. Yeah, that's another. I looked up Michael McConaughey. Hardworking. 380-something credits. Hardworking dude. He's one of those, like, uh, anime core voice actors that just cranks out voice work for... You have heard his voice a lot. but I was, I was so com- many times I was combing through his list of credits and I found this <laughs> anime called I'm going to say Bobobo Bobobo Bobobo. I could be saying this wrong, but it's just, are you having a stroke? Or are you how okay? many, how many times do you say Bo? A lot. It's a bunch yeah. of times, but so, it so here's or- the description of this, of this show <laughs> via its IMDb page. The Impossible Adventures of Bobobo Bobobo Bobo, a warrior who fights using his noise hairs to defeat an evil empire, what want to turn noise bald or the human race. Noise. Wait. His noise hairs? His noise, noise hairs. And what want to turn bald the human race uh-huh. is a really did, weird way of saying that. Yeah. That, that might be a, a uh, typo or, or, or a bit of English. What wants to turn bald? I just wanted to mention that Toshishiro Obata and Michael McConaughey are probably two of the more difficult names to actually get right. (laughs) (laughs) And they both play the same person. Yeah. Right. You have a very Irish sounding guy doing the English of an already Japanese actor. I'm here to get (laughs) you. 
<laughs> you darn turtles. <laughs> oh, that Casey Jones making off with me lucky charms again. <laughs> Never lower your eyes to an enemy. <laughs> Master I'm Shredder. sorry. I'm so sorry to all our Irish listeners. I apologize <laughs> deeply. That's fine. We, we have a few too, don't we? <laughs> I think we do. Yeah, they, um, I listen. That was not nice. I, I, think, I think we're going to hear it from some people on Facebook for this one. Mm. Look, my point is, all performances of Tatsu are fantastic. Both the actor Toshishiro Obata and the voice actor Michael McConaughey. I don't, fantastic. I don't understand why they needed a voice actor. Could, did Tatsu's actor just not We begin We discussed with? this and I would be willing to bet it's because Tatsu probably has like a really high nasally voice that is not intimidating. Or Toshishiro Obata. <laughs> he just has like matter. a tiny yeah. old woman voice. He's like All Mike right, Tyson. Guys, we're going to go ahead and do this today. <laughs> Never lower your eyes to an enemy. Yeah, we found a bunch of videos of him, but I don't know if we found any of him speaking. Speaking or no. smiling. Yeah. No, let's, we, found we found someone. We had a listener find a picture of him smiling, and I believe we still owe anything. that listener a treat. Yeah. We do. If you're still listening, listener. <laughs> Which yeah, I hope you it. haven't stopped listening because we didn't give you your special prize. Yeah, no, we still think about you. But I'd completely understand if you did. <laughs> yeah, please reach out to us listening. because I have yeah, we'll things made that I can send you. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to the end of minute 89 uh, oh of Ninja Turtles 1990. Ends with Corey Feldman as Donatello. Very nice place to end. Actually, we, the nice thing is Corey Feldman, we get all the voice actors on the same screen at the end of this minute, which is yeah, a nice. It's good, it's it started nice. It ended nice. So uh, I guess that's mm. it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man. All right. Well, make sure everyone goes to uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. If you like what you have heard here on Ninja Turtles Minute and you want to contribute to the Dueling Genre Podcast Network, a little bit of money goes a long way, gets you some cool stuff, and uh, helps <laughs> us keep rolling. There's a lot of good podcasts uh, coming out now and in development also, which will be out very soon, uh, including some more by your favorite hosts here in, in different combinations and iterations. We're all going to be all over the Dueling Genre Network coming up here. Oh, yeah. Uh, in our in our downtime, don't worry, we're not forgetting about you, turtle fans. There will be more turtles to come, definitely. Uh, but duelinggenre.com/support is the place to go to help out a struggling podcast network. You too can adopt a podcaster for the crew Please, here. Uh, may we have some more <laughs> for the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute? I'm Scott. They are them, and we will see you tomorrow for Minute 90. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga. <laughs>